Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the DSM Culture Cast podcast. I'm Luke Manerfeld with DSM Magazine, and today my guests are from the Science Center of Iowa. They are Kurt Simmons, President and CEO, and Emily Richardson, Director of Marketing and Public Relations. We are indeed chatting over video chat as we practice social distancing, but thank you two for joining me. Thanks for having us on. And we're really, it's such a pleasure to have you both on today. Uh, Just for our listeners, we'll be chatting about some of the awesome stuff the Science Center has been doing on its social media to entertain and and engage during this period of social distancing. Uh, But before we get into that discussion, I just want to remind everybody that if they want to hear more conversations like this one with leaders around the greater Des Moines arts and culture and food and dining scenes, Please subscribe to our podcast feed on your favorite platforms. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, and more. Last week, we chatted with Michael Eagle at the Des Moines Metro Opera about their plans for the 2020 season. Be sure to check that out if you haven't already. Uh, But back to Kurt and Emily and the Science Center. I've been following along on your social media feeds, and you all are doing some really wonderful stuff. You know, training sessions, demonstrations, just plain old fun activities uh, that gets the entire family involved. I saw earlier last week... You showcased how to build your very own phone app by using a phone app. Uh, can you take me through some of the discussions you had when you know all this COVID-19 stuff was really changing how the world worked and how we operated back in mid-March? How quickly did you have to pivot and, and bring this stuff online, or was that something you guys were already doing? We, we had a little bit of experience with virtual programming, but we had to pivot quickly. Um, spring break uh, came at us, and that's when we had to close. And spring break is one of the busiest seasons of the year for us. That 10-day period is, is extremely busy. And we just felt we needed to do something right away to be able to serve the audiences that weren't able to visit the Science Center. So we've been uh, adapting and innovating right, right from the beginning. It's taken us a little while to get a few things online, but we have a whole program that's uh, built around a, a theme of Go Beyond with SCI. So you don't have to come on site. You can go beyond and be out in your own environment. And we've created a whole series of virtual learning resources and and online activities for uh, at-home folks. Um, Everything from makers activities to uh, some of our favorite video clips from our uh, live programming that is so popular at the Science Center. Ideas for getting outside and exploring your own backyard, um, seeing what's... uh, growing and flying in your backyard and even behind the scenes looks of what's happening at the science center while we're closed there's still activity going on with some exhibit upgrades um, we're about to receive our beehive uh, hive of bees here and get those installed so we want folks to know what's happening at the science center of iowa yeah and emily i imagine a lot of the the social media stuff kind of fell under you and your team what were some of those? What were some of the challenges you had getting that up, and what were some of the exciting moments for you? It has been um, very fun and very much a challenge um, because we have all of this uh, content and amazing knowledge within our science learning team, but they're typically focused on engaging with the visitors who are coming through the doors and being physically in front of them, and we when we collaborate are typically used to being able to do that in person so definitely this has been an adjustment and we have been figuring out ways to be able to provide these resources and put these virtual content out um, from our own homes so that was one of the first challenges was figuring out you know what what does everybody need to be able to be able to put this content out at home 
Um, how are we going to divvy up the editing and really make sure that we're putting out the same high quality content, um, but doing it in a much different way. And innovation is one of our core values. So this was really truly an example of how we ourselves had to innovate really quickly to be able to adjust to our new environment. Yeah, and in times in tough times, sometimes innovation is kind of the only way going forward. And it seems like that's been the case with a lot of organizations in Des Moines. And it's been really cool to see everybody, uh, you know, really come up with new initiatives, including you guys. Um, I know a lot of it, when I was looking back at some of the things you posted, a lot of it's family friendly, um, educational and stuff. I realized that might be more important now than ever with children home from school, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, we know that families are adjusting to working and schooling from home, and we want to be able to provide as much of a resource as we can to support that education. Um, because we are, of course, um, all about supporting formal education, but also that informal education, which we are so good at um, within, our, within our walls. So it's been really important. We have been working with our publics that are following us on social media, as well as with our members and providing some specific member resources. And we're working at bringing some of our other beloved events and programs that we typically host on site um, to the community virtually as well. I think our adaptation has had to happen very quickly to um, turn around these programs on online now. But um, part of the innovation that we're looking at is some of these programs are gonna live on beyond the pandemic. Um, we are seeing some great, great responses to these programs, especially in formal education. I think we're gonna see the whole education ecosystem changed by this experience. So some of the programs that we're creating like teacher professional development will live beyond uh, the pandemic. What's been the feedback you received? It sounds like it's been a really good response. It has been really good. Um, it's been really fun to see how different families are using these resources. Um, we started sort of just putting out the content um, on a daily basis and then uh, recently started putting out a, an email where at the end of the week we recap everything that went out that week and preview what's coming the week ahead which has been great because families can really plan around what's what type of content is coming. Um, and to really encourage the experience, not just of the child, but of the family unit um, and encouraging parents and children to learn together. That really enhances learning and is so important, especially in early childhood, um, which is a critical foundation for education throughout our lives. What's been the favorite part for you two putting this, uh, this whole thing together and just what you've seen in the last month and a half? I think uh, a, a favorite part for me um, is uh, a program that we started that um, is not for the general public, but is a way for the staff to be uh, connected during this time. We have a staff happy hour every week and to see the creativity in our staff that's living on um, beyond us being together in the building all the time is really exciting. And I know that professionalism and excitement and passion they have for science learning is carrying forward into all of these uh, online programs. Yeah, I would agree with the passion and I'm learning a lot about my coworkers and the skills, the hidden skills that they have. Um, there are some that have really incredible video editing skills that I had no idea about and others that I think are should be on camera all the time. They have these inc incredible personalities on camera. 
uh, as well as just the creativity of coming up with these activities that are going to be really engaging for families at home um, with the materials that they have at home and with the restrictions that they have of not being able to really interact with a lot of other people or go too far outside of their homes or their backyards. I like to end uh, each of these podcasts with this question because I know it's really important. Uh, Kurt, you mentioned how, you know, there's not a lot. Spring break was really, it's a big, uh, big season for you guys with a lot of foot traffic. And, you know, without the foot traffic in the last month and a half, what are ways people can support you during this tough time? Well, typically as a, as a cultural uh, institution, we rely on uh, people visiting our exhibits and our programs. And without that, um, that's been a, a great uh, impact and will continue being a great impact. So we could use uh, uh, your support now. There's a couple ways that you can help us out. Um, one is to donate directly to the Science Center of Iowa uh, online. Um, you can go to our website, www.siwa.org. Uh, there's a tab there for donate, uh, and you can donate directly to the Science Center. The other great way is to renew your membership or buy a membership. Um, it's not just a financial support for the Science Center, but it keeps you tuned into what's happening at the Science Center. Uh, as a member, you receive mailings about uh, what's up and what's happening. We have some special members-only programs. Great. Well, thank you too again for for joining us. I really do. We really do appreciate it. And keep up the great work. It's been awesome to see what you all have been doing on uh, social media. Thank you, Luke. Thank you. I just keep saying science will save us. So that's what I want to end with. <laughs> I love that motto. That's great. Well, uh, just a reminder, if you want to support the Science Center of Iowa, you can visit their webpage at sciowa.org. That's sciowa.org. And make sure you're checking out their social media pages, particularly Facebook. They're doing a lot of cool videos and lives uh, on Facebook. Um, but thank you for tuning in, and we will talk to you all next time.